Support for Milledgeville Matters comes from Georgia College, Georgia's public liberal arts university, providing the experience students would expect from a private college with the affordability of a public university. For more information, gcsu.edu. Thank you for tuning in to Milledgeville Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. I'm your host, Daniel McDonald, and today we're inviting back Jarrett Silas, Shanice Yvonne, and for his first time, Chris Davis of the Silas Agency, a local drama production agency, and they're here to talk about their upcoming production, It's a Thin Line. The Silas Agency will stage It's a Thin Line on Sunday, November 24th at the historic Douglas Theater in Macon. And so again, joining me to talk about It's a Thin Line is Shanice Yavon, Chris Davis, and Jarrett Silas. I want to welcome you all back to the WRC Studios and to Military Matters. Hey, Dane, hey, thank you for having us. Thank, thank you for you. having us. Yeah. It is my pleasure. And uh, it's just my pleasure to have you all to talk about this new production, It's a Thin Line. Uh, this is going to be the 18th production staged by the Silas Agency since its inception in 2013. Um, but before we talk about y'all and what y'all have been doing for these last years, uh, let's just talk about this new show and get people excited about that. Uh, so please, introduce It's a Thin Line to our radio audience. Yes, the play It's a Thin Line. Uh, it's an original production by the Silas Agency. And if you've been to one of our productions before, even if you've heard about us, you know that we love to like bring the audience into our shows so this show right here is going to focus on relationships and how when the relationship doesn't turn out as good as you dreamed it would how do you react to that even if it's not a violent way are you self-medicating are you latching out through like you know anger because it's simply a thin line uh between being sane and insane in a sense, you have to understand that. But for the first time, I believe we're we're introducing a number of new cast members to the agency. Uh, this is the biggest the agency has ever been. And right now we have about 15 to 20 actors on reserve just for our 2020 uh, season. But we do have several of the new ones who was able to make it to this last production of uh, 2019. This is one of those masterpieces, right? Here. I, uh, this, this is, this is the one. I believe. Yeah, this is the one. All right. Well, in uh, some of the information you sent me before uh, we got to our conversation today, um, you said that this is going to be a thriller. It is. And um, you say it's a masterpiece, uh, which wouldn't be a thriller on any sense. Uh, but I have a sense that uh, you may be going off in a little bit of a different direction. Is that so? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we classify our work as stage plays, I would say, uh, but what we classify them within rehearsals is live movies. Like, I want you to be able to go and see the latest uh, Denzel or Will Smith flick and think that, oh, man, they, they, they kick butt in it, and then you come to our show and see the same thing, you know? Like, I really want to have... Tom Cruise doing his his stunts on stage, right? That'll be like that's what that's what we're known for. Like we're gonna push the limit, like to just and, draw and, the crowd in, like so they can just like just like sit at the edge of their seats, like oh, what's gonna happen next? Ooh, that just happened. Like we want that, and then at the end, we want like you know what y'all y'all did that y'all y'all killed it. I think we feed more off of their excitement and their energy, and that's what makes us wanna go harder and pulled off the best show that we could possibly pull off. And so. one thing about it, it bridges the gap. Uh, when we look back at the footage from our shows, you see 
our elders into their 70s and 80s, and you see younger kids in their teens all laughing and being able to enjoy that moment. You rarely ever see that, whether it's like at a concert. Right. You have, you know, some concerts uh, or some shows typically based towards like a certain group. Not that we don't, because, I mean, we definitely have our audience, but being able to bridge that gap between young adults and older adults is, I think, that's what the audience in action is really good because we're all scared at one time. We're all laughing at one time. You never know what seat in the house is the seat that may involve you in the whole play, you know? Well, and the last time we were here, uh, when we were talking about the production, uh, me and Mrs. Jones, uh, that was a story, if I recall correctly, about a trial. It was. And from what I recall from the last interview, y'all actually had two endings, and you were so heavily dependent upon the audience uh, that you didn't know as you were going into that performance which ending you were going to have. I mean, how do you top that? Because this is one, as you've said so far in this interview, this is going to be a show topper, a show stopper. Yeah, uh, me and Mrs. Jones, which I mean, it, it was it was a great show. It had a great uh, a great run. It did have two alternative endings at the end. The audience played the jury at the end of the trial. And depending on whether they found the defendant guilty or not guilty would determine how the rest of the show turned out. I was playing the lawyer for the state, and uh, I know we haven't followed up since then, but I did lose both trials. Uh, <laughs> at the premiere, we had two shows. I lost both times. But Is that uh, a reflection on your performance? I, I believe it was. <laughs> I actually believe it was. Because if I remember correctly, uh, and I went back and listened to our interview, you know, you had said that that character had been losing trials left and right yes. going into that story. So I guess... His you know, wife said it. And, 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 and what I think, what really got got me is that we I didn't realize until the performance, I think I told you all this, is that listening to it being performed, I was like, ah, oh, I'm beat. I'm beat. <laughs> like it was just a good closing argument. The defense just had a good a good statement, but <laughs> hey, I wrote it, so it's a win win, right? <laughs> well, and, and so I mean, it sounds like there may be something that you're holding for the audience um, about you know the audience interaction. But um, uh, where are y'all going with that history of audience interaction with this one? Is it possible to even tell how the audience might be invited into the act for it's a thin line? Yeah, I think that uh, when we always talk about pushing the envelope. It's always something better and new because you're topping what you did last time. And we've done this. The first audience in action play was like 2014. Um, so we've been doing this for a while. So to be where we at now, we're able to say, okay, this worked. This doesn't work. This is going to feel safe. So in this show, there's a scene where there's a SWAT team. And the SWAT team does not know exactly who could or who could not be this person that's on the loose. So everyone has to be detained, right? Mm -hmm. um, and there may or maybe not be some things planted already uh, that can uh, <laughs> implicate you having this something to do with it. But you just never know. That's the, that's the beauty, that's the beauty the of the, the mystery of it. The mystery. The thriller. I love seeing the urban audience scared. Because we're rarely ever scared because, hey, sometimes life can be scary. But to have them in a capacity like, oh, man, and to know logically, hey, we're adults. This is not real. But to literally see them in to their see, seats. like in the in, 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 like, <laughs> It's an unbelievable feeling. It's a rush. And I think that's what I love about the show because, hey, we're on the stage. We're in the audience. 
And now we're stuck in their memory. Like, man, I can't believe they came right up to me, <laughs> you know? Uh, I think uh, when we did Bunny and Clyde, I think like the most riskiest thing is that we took a, a audience member hostage. And at first I was like, how would they react? But like, he loved it, like he loved it. Well, now, I wonder, as I hear you describing this, if you're almost kind of, and now, of course, at with 18 productions behind y'all, y'all are seasoned veterans uh, at this point, but are you kind of bringing the audience into your experience of getting up there on stage and having that kind of fear and the adrenaline of being the performers? Well, like I said, we do live movies. So you can go to the local AMC here in Millersville and enjoy a great movie. Or you can go to the IMAX and see it in 3D. Us in the audience interaction is our version of 3D. I was there. I was in it. I touched it. It touched me. So it's like it's definitely an experience. And we used to reserve that. We used to not talk about that so that when you came, it was like a surprise. It was Disney. Like, I know it's the castle, but I didn't know about uh, Space Mickey Mountain, you Minnie. know? Uh, but now we like to make people know, like, come on, come get ready. Because it boosts us up, like, hey, let's top it, let's make it better. To the point where when we're selling out in the Fox Theater or when we're, when we're in London doing the show, to be at its biggest capacity then, you mm -hmm. know? Uh, definitely my dreams is to have, uh, you know, like you go to, like, Universal somewhere and you watch those 4D movies and the chair shake and you have the smells and it gets cold and it gets hot. Those are definitely, like, goals for us to make it all realistic. Basically, uh, from the time you step out your car in the parking deck to the time you get back in your car, we want the show to begin. Right. Well, uh, it's time for us to take a short break, so we will leave it right there. But if you are just joining us, we are talking with members of the Silas Agency, Shanice Yvonne, Chris Davis, and Jarrett Silas. They're here talking about their upcoming production, It's a Thin Line, which will premiere on Sunday, November 24th at the historic Douglas Theater in Macon. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back with more Millageville Matters. Staying tuned to Millageville Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. If you are just joining us, we are previewing the upcoming stage production, It's a Thin Line. Uh, that production will be put out by my guests, members of the Silas Agency, on Sunday, November 24th at the historic Douglas Theater in Macon. Talking to us about the show are the namesake for the Silas Agency, Jarrett Silas. We have Shanice Yvonne and Chris Davis, uh, members of the cast for It's a Thin Line, which again will make its premiere on Sunday, November 24th. 
Now, in that last segment, we were really talking kind of about the calling cards of the Silas Agency, uh, that aspect of really getting the audience involved and trying to keep them on the, the edge of their seat. Uh, but one thing I wanted to explore a little bit more in this segment uh, was that storyline that you're presenting in It's a Thin Line. Now, you talked about it being about relationships, which I think is a thread through many of the uh, productions that I've seen um, coming out of the Silas Agency. Uh, but what is the take on this story? All right, so yeah, this story follows a, a group of friends, successful friends, right? Uh, who every year they go to a cabin for a retreat during uh, this fall. It follows up with everything not being as vacation y as it should be. Am I right, Sanford? Yes. <laughs> it's a lot of turns and turmoils and a lot of, you know, messy things happening going on, a lot of things that should not even be happening going on amongst friends. So it's really going to be, dramatic. I want to say, yeah, it's going to be dramatic. It's going to be like, let me let, get this tea, honey. That's how it's going to be. So it centers around one main relationship, which is Darnell and Mia. Darnell has an, an estranged ex who is Brandy. But all their relationships are in the past. They've made it. You know, it's a new year. Um, and they're just ready for a great vacation. But Brandy is not going to let that vacation happen. But throughout that story, the friends who are also there have relationship problems of their own, which is going to uh, explore those different takes on relationships. But it boils down to, with it being a thin line of, what you should do and what you shouldn't do, when you should let go or when you should fight for love. And when you walk away from this story, everyone is not going to have the same outcome. Some people will be on the antagonist. Some people be on the protagonist. Uh, it's just all about where you're at right now in your relationship, I believe. I like that. That's very well put. Mm -hmm. Well, and one of the things I've enjoyed about the work that I've seen is y'all uh, play with popular culture a lot. Yeah. And so this is, um, it looks like it is uh, somewhat related to that Martin Lawrence film from it the is. 90s. And it sounds like from uh, the way y'all are describing the plot line, is that this is, is this further along for them? Yeah, so yes. you would have to think of what happened afterwards. Mm -hmm. What would the story pick up immediately afterwards? So now that you would say Darnell is happy, Mm -hmm. Where do we go from there? And why do y'all um, you know, uh, play off uh, uh, pop culture in that way? Uh, why are y'all bringing these stories further? Well, I actually uh, was inspired by a playwright, Jacarius Johnson, who years, years ago, uh, my mom actually went to one of his productions, was like Friends and Lovers, and she brought back his uh, DVD. And I, I, I fell in love with it because one of the comedians on there, Lavelle Crawford, and uh this 2018, he came out with a stage version of one of my favorite movies, which is Set It Off, starring Jada Pickett and Queen Latifah. And I didn't know what to expect. I was like, okay, how is he <laughs> going to pull this off? But, man, I was amazed. I mean, if you're, if you're familiar with the movie, it wasn't, it wasn't one thing he left off. From how the words were said to the blue car that Cleo drove. It was exactly like the movie. So I thought about, hey, maybe we could, you know, check into this and see how could we do it exactly like that. Well, our bank account isn't there yet to do it exactly <laughs> like it does. Uh, we're getting the rights and everything. Uh, but there is an open market and free market for our own interpretation. 
And we've always been the one to push the envelope, so why not mail it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> why not mail it? Why not mail it? In, when we spoke last time, you always talked about uh, wanting to give audience members something to think about and not trying to give them that same idea, but giving them a situation and allowing them to walk away with their take on it, something that would be special to them. How do you find these stories that you think will continue to resonate um, in our culture, uh, but those that will resonate with audience members as they come back and see these characters who they think they know, but you're trying to provide them with a different idea about who they are and maybe who they are in relationship with the audience well everything that i write is what i'm going through i'm heavily inspired by my friends uh, because we lean on each other i really don't have much family here um so my friends are my cousins my friends are my extended family so what they go through what i go through uh where i met in life uh from the very first play to now and even ones that haven't been released uh they're just pretty much what we are facing in our everyday lives. Uh, we're very funny. I believe that at my funeral, it's going to be like the most funniest funeral ever if I if y'all outlive me. Because don't, don't think about that yet. They la we laugh you know at everything. We laugh, and I'll probably get up and laugh too. We laugh at everything. Now, and that's get what that gets us through. So Who put that blazer on, on Jerry? <laughs> yeah, like, okay. Like, even on my worst day, the group of people that helped me run the agency, like, uh, Shanice is more than just uh, an actress. She's the president of development and production. Chris is our director of photography. We have a producer, Joy V. We have a musical engineer, uh, Antoria. And these people, they keep me grounded. They keep the stories coming. And after that, after all of that, because these aren't the people I always had, but even without the people, I just have to give God the credit of granting me the gift. Uh, I couldn't necessarily tell you how do I get to 18 plays. I can't tell you how do you start a business at 19. I can't tell you that. But I can tell you just to believe in yourself. Whether you're a religious person or not, you have to be spiritual because something put us here. Um, <laughs> and believe that the thing that put you here put you here for a reason. And... If you just chase that reason, you will see the outcome. It's, I talked about this at last rehearsal. I used to think success was a place, but we're successful now because we're on this journey. Every play is a success, no matter the numbers. Uh, I don't know how we got there, <laughs> but that's where we at. That's what he teaches us. He really does. He's, just he's more than a director. He teaches us. Really. Yeah, he's more than director. He's a teacher a you know he teaches us how to i want to say to improve but to just just to show up like just be comfortable you know how some people there are just so hard and they're constantly hard 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 you're not gonna get it you're not gonna get it no we don't get that with him and like he teaches us how to be confident in ourselves like he pushes us to our limits but he pushed past that because i'm always saying i can't and that's my thing. I'm always saying I can't. When I say I can't, he gets mad because know, I know you can do it. But instead of just being so hard on us, he's like, I'm, he's patient. So amongst some of the other directors, it's a pleasure working with him. 
and I think I see him every day because I work with the guy. So imagine it's more than just the play. Yeah, imagine at work we're constantly laughing. At work we're constantly playing. At work then in rehearsal we're constantly going at it. So it's it's all love, and he's just one of the, I say one of the amazing people. Look at you that we have ever had. And Millersville was so small, as not so many things being done in Baldwin County. So to have one person, one phenomenal person writing plays and producing them and giving them to us, we ain't never had that before. Like, we'd be just as shocked as the audience. Yes, like, are we really like, doing this? Like, hold on. <laughs> and it comes from that one person, that one mind, that just all this stuff goes on his head. And he just put it on paper. Like, we're acting out your words. That's... Well, and that's one of the inspiring things to me about y'all's story, because I kind of consider y'all to be on this journey together. Yeah, um, yeah. is I remember from our last conversation, you said you you looked around after high school and there was nothing there uh, to allow y'all to do what you wanted to do, which was to act and bring your productions to an audience. And so what did y'all do? You did it yourself. Yes. And so that's, uh, that's why I'm... Uh, continue to be inspired by y'all and want to um you know use this platform uh, to make sure that other people know about what you're doing make sure that other people are excited about the shows and go out and contribute to what i hope will be a continued success in 18 yes. more productions yes. and not aspiring to but achieving um that dream of seeing these on the big screen yes. you know not doing the the live Ooh, movies that unless that's what you want to do um but <laughs> But, you know, being able to sit back and be an audience to your own success. Yes, definitely. He does that. <laughs> we do that. We, like, after a show, we would, like, literally sit around and watch it. And we watch it. And we watch it. And it's just, like, each time that we watch it, it's amazing. Because we did, like, this is us. This is us. This is us. <laughs> Well, it's happened again. We um, need to take another short break. But if you're just joining us, you are listening to Millageville Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. Uh, today in the studio, we have Shanice Yvonne, Chris Davis, and Jarrett Silas. They're all members of the Silas Agency, and they are premiering their next production, It's a Thin Line, on Sunday, November 24th at the historic Douglas Theater in Macon. Uh, stay tuned, and we'll be right back with more Millageville Matters. Could be the me. She keep being quiet She might be holding something inside That'll really, really hurt you one day Here I am laying in the hospital Bandage from feet to head In a state of shock Just that much from being dead Something like this to me. I didn't think my girl had the nerve. You, here I am. I guess action speaks louder than words. It's a thin line between love and hate. Don't think you can keep treating your woman bad. 
Thank you for staying tuned to Millageville Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. If you are just joining us, we are talking about the upcoming stage production, It's a Thin Line, which will be premiering on Sunday, November 24th at the historic Douglas Theater in Macon. And it will be put on by my guests here representing the Silas Agency. We have the namesake, Jarrett Silas. We have Shanice Yvonne and Chris Davis. And so... In this next one, I thought I would talk about uh, kind of uh, drama in production here in Milledgeville. Now, there's been some conversation in Milledgeville recently about theater and the staging of productions with an adult theme. And now, the Silas Agency productions are unapologetically adult-oriented. And I wanted to take this tact in it. Why do you feel it's important uh, for your art to reflect the experiences of you and, shall we say, our peer group in the way that we experience it? Uh, well, let's just say we do love the kids. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we do love the kids. So we, we're very love like kids. in the in the uh, education school system for the county. But when it comes to our like actual like productions from the agency, we do target like more of a eighteen and older crowd. Um, simply because when it comes to to me, who do adults have to look to for answers, right? The art has always been therapy for me, right? If I'm going through something, I'm going to write it. If I feel a way that I'm not comfortable with, I'm going to write it. Um, so if I can come and maybe see, okay, well, I'm going through that same thing. Okay, this worked out for them. Let me try this. Then you're going back home. And we've seen it work. We have people come and tell us, like, man, like, I learned to shut my mouth. And I'm happy at home now. Right? That's my take on why we're sending it towards more of an adult audience than like a family friendly audience. What about you, Sanford? What you think? I feel the same way because you don't see too many children going through half the stuff we go through <laughs> in a day to day basis, you know. Marriages and relationships, it's more of an older crowd and then they like it's it can all be a lesson learned that hey, I've been doing this for so long, but I'm watching, because, you know, some people, we all get advice from movies. We all wish our yeah. lives could be like a movie or end the way this movie ends. So I say by us being on stage and portraying those roles, they can look up to, like, well, hey, maybe I can try this and that'll work out. And it's for older people, because you don't see a 17-year-old worrying about insurance <laughs> yeah, or, 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 or keeping a job taxes you know they don't they just they, they're living their lives but as somebody 25 and older we got taxes we got insurance car notes cars all the stuff it's just for an older crowd yeah it's a mirror image of what yeah. is what is the saying I, I'm not I'm not formal in theater so I don't really know this every saying but it's something like life imitating art imitating life it's not mirage is it I don't know <laughs> well, in, in that sense, I mean, would y'all say to a certain extent for you, the writer, uh, for y'all, the, the actors and the producers, that this is kind of a therapy um, for y'all in the day-to-day -day life that we're oh, living? yes. It for is. me, it's therapy. Because, like, me, as me personally, Shanice Yvonne, I'm shy. I'm very shy. So I am just this person in a bubble. And when I'm, getting, when I'm on stage, I'm somebody else. So I'm not shy. I'm not, you know confined and I'm just out there cease. I'm open you it's know like a light come yeah, on your problems so are it's like a, I'm living through somebody else's and it's a fantasy it's a thrill because I'm being somebody different than what I am every day and when are you different after these productions I mean in, in the sense that do you learn something from the roles you take on yes 
I'm very different. I can be bougie. So I feel like I'm, I, my head can be really big, but I'm still going to be humble. But um, I do feel different after every show, whether I'm playing comedy or I'm playing serious. I, I feel different every day. Every time I get on stage, I'm different. And so we're running out of um, our time here today. And so I want to ask uh, just some of those questions like, um, you know, what stories are there still to tell? What's next for the Silas Agency? We have a play coming up next year called All Women Cheat, <laughs> but they don't get caught. And I don't like that title, but I'm going to roll with we it. We had a play. We, I mean, we just a play on black men don't cheat. So it's going to be February you... the 15th, 2020, which will be our first production of that year. Uh, followed by three more later on. A lot of women this, ask me the question, show. how are we going to do a tour called Black Men Don't Cheat, but then turn around and say, all women cheat. This hey, is actually, I speak for the women. This is actually... Well, we, what, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, also, you can expect in 2020 uh, some big things from the Silas Agency. We're doing our very first period piece. It's going to be hilarious to rehearse, but it's definitely going to be a serious show taking on the time of like racism. And you have to think about Martin Luther King being still alive and Malcolm X, those front runners of the civil rights movement of being alive during those times. I think it's going to be something great to see from the agency. Uh, we have um, a Christmas special coming next year. And also in fall of 2020, we're launching our very own app that's going to be available on Roku and Amazon Prime and Fire Stick. Uh, it'll be the, the TSAN app, the Silas Agency Network app, which will feature uh, several of our stage plays um, and a few different shows that we have coming out. Our podcast, Back of the Bus. Uh, we have a cooking show called Cassandra's Kitchen coming out. It's a big year coming for 2020. Yeah. Yes, so excited. My goodness. Now, how do people stay on top of what is coming out from the Silas Agency? All right, uh, we have our social media accounts, which is, is the way of the world now, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, the Silas Agency. Also, we have a residency at the Historic Douglas Theater. So any information about our shows, including our current one, you can get that by visiting the website, douglastheater.org. That's Douglas with two S's at the end, or also by calling 478-742-2000. Right. And of course, I want to bring our focus back to the next production. It's a thin line. Oh, what do people need to know before they go? Yes. Get your tickets early. Get your tickets early. Get your tickets early. Every Wednesday, we get a new count of tickets and we have two shows coming. So it's going to be four o'clock and seven thirty on November the 24th. Yes. Uh, they're, they're going, going fast. fast. They're, they're going, going fast. fast. Uh, Millersville, Macon, all surrounding counties. Uh, we do hope to see you there November the 24th for It's a Thin Line. Yes. 18th stage play from the Silas Agency that features several of our Millersville actors and actresses like Shannon Johnson, Joel V. Adams, uh, Twyla O'Dane, Chelsea Wright, Denisha Anthony, Tyler Edwards, Renisha Brooks, uh, AJ Brown from the show. Of You're my boo. You're friend. my boo friend. We have an all-star cast for this one, um, and I'm just I'm just looking forward to to ending the year off with, with the a bang. great production with a bang. Oh, <laughs> All right. Well, no better way than to, to leave it there. Uh, Jared Silas, Shanice Yvonne, uh, Chris Davis, I want to thank y'all for joining me well, today thank you, on Dave, Mutual thank Matters. You. Thank you. This was fine. 
You've been listening to Military Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. Today, we talked with members of the Silas Agency, Shanice Yavon, Chris Davis, and Jarrett Silas, who will be putting on their next production, It's a Thin Line, on Sunday, November 24th at the historic Douglas Theater in Macon. You can learn more about the Silas Agency by looking them up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can also see Shanice Yvonne featured in a new edition of Voyage ATL magazine at voyageatl.com. On behalf of WRGC, I've been your host, Daniel McDonald. It's been my pleasure spending this portion of the evening with you here on WRGC. And I want you to know that I look forward to convening with you next time. I guess action speaks louder than words. It's a thin line between love and you can keep treating your woman bad. It's a thin line between love and hate. And she won't ever get mad. It's a thin